0: Hello, friends. This is Sunny Moraine, the writer and narrator and producer of this podcast, and welcome to the penultimate episode of season one of Gone. This is very exciting and also incredibly nerve wracking. Um, I'm sorry that it's getting up a day late. Like I said on Twitter, I had to go to New York to do a reading, which was an awful lot of fun, but it did mean that some of my time had to be taken up in doing that. In addition, I'm terribly sorry, but it's possible that the next episode, the season finale, will be up a little bit late as well because I'm going out of town next week, and that's going to take me out of commission for about five days. yeah, this is just a crazy month, and uh, I apologize for that. I will get it up the day after or the day after that at the absolute latest, and thank you so, so much for your patience. And thank you so much for having listened this season. It's been incredible. It's been more successful than I honestly thought it would be. It's been a ton of fun. I've learned a lot. I'm really psyched about what season two might be. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for spreading the word. Thank you for supporting me on Patreon. Thank you for buying me a coffee, sending me donations via PayPal. Whatever it is that you've done, you've helped me keep this going, and that means so much to me. If you are not currently a Patreon supporter, go ahead and check out what I'm offering at patreon.com slash hotrockpile. It's also linked on the Podbean site, uh, gonepodcast.podbean.com. Link to the Patreon, a link to the PayPal donate button, and a link to where you can buy me a coffee if you are so inclined to do that. I'm offering some fun rewards through Patreon. Absolutely no donation is too small. Uh, for instance, if you donate a dollar a month, you get some free flash fiction from time to time. Getting up to five and ten dollars, you get access to a free short story set somewhere in the gone universe. $5 gets you print, $10 gets you print and audio, and that's not all. Check out some of the other stuff that I've got on offer. Again, I do this all myself. I have no sponsorship, so any support is just appreciated more than I could possibly say. Okay, thank you again so much for listening. It means the world to me, and without further ado, let me take you back into the darkness. I'm guessing you've heard the old one about freedom being nothing left to lose. If that's true, I must be the freest person who's ever fucking lived. I mean, I have nothing left to lose. I don't even have... I don't even have that. I tried to lose it. I couldn't. I have it. I can't lose it. Riddle me that, Batman. I'm done with that. I've got to be. I didn't get anything out of it. I'm absolutely sure trying it again will get me the same result. And you know what the definition of insanity is, too, don't you? What I've lost, I don't have it to lose anymore. And what I've got, I can't lose. I am completely free. I know I said that before, but I didn't really know what free meant. And I do now. I am completely free. (laughs) fucking immortal right so let's see where we go from here I was dead right I had to have been dead I had to have been dead for a couple of minutes that's an experience very few people get to have I don't remember anything you know I was raised to believe in heaven I was raised to believe in hell I was raised to believe you could go either place, depending on a number of variables. I was raised to believe that being who I was, that was a really good way to get yourself into one place instead of another. You know, the thing is, I stopped believing in a lot of that shit, but I never really stopped believing in something after. I don't know, I I guess I really wanted to. I guess the idea of non-existence was just... I don't even know why that should be so terrible. It's not like it hurts. It's not like you feel anything anymore, but it was terrible. I wanted to believe in something, but I don't remember anything, not even darkness. I don't remember anything. You'd think maybe that would kick me onto the oblivion side a little more than I was. You know, honestly, I still don't know what I believe. I also don't think, given that that option is no longer open to me. I really don't think it matters. I said before that if I tried that again, I'm pretty sure I know what would happen. And I am. But you know, I could do the Groundhog Day thing and I could try a bunch of different ways. I think I might do that at some point, but not right now. I've moved past something. I'm not just free. Free isn't even the right word for it. I feel different. I died. I killed myself. And I came back. And I don't feel the same. I came back without something. In that nothingness, I left something behind. I don't think I miss it. I can't go back. The only direction now is forward. Whatever forward looks like. They're all still around me. Walking down the hall is like walking through a fucking forest. The hands reaching out like branches. My arms. My face. I don't give a shit. They're just here. Whatever. That's just the world now. I gotta think. I gotta take some time. I've been making this too complicated. I just can't get away from the feeling. It's a lot simpler than I've been thinking that it is. I mean, it's got to be complicated though. It's got to be complicated given everything that I'm working with, given the numbers, given the signal, given the sound. It's got to be enormously complex. It was something she was working on and she was smart as shit and it was complicated, whatever it was, but I just got this feeling that it's also so simple. I gotta put away all the pieces that I've been accumulating, that I've been putting around me, that I've been trying to fit together, I gotta put them away, and I gotta just not look directly at them for a while. Just let them be. They're not gonna go anywhere, they're gonna take care of themselves. Put all together, they do make a picture. Those numbers. Not just numbers, equations, and equations describe something. Math is not abstract, math is descriptive. Math is creative. Math shapes. It forms. What if it can do more than that? It's the language of nature, right? What nature is it describing? What nature might it change? I'm not so sure the signals are for me. I'm not so sure the signals were ever for us at all. Who were they coming from and who was receiving? I love a lot of science fiction, right? I know a lot of science fiction. I know there are a lot of different ways we've thought about communicating with other forms of intelligence. Music is one, obviously. You know, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Pictures, another one. They're the etchings that we've sent out on satellites that, you know, maybe something will pick up, see, understand somehow. But there's also math. There's signals that incorporate math. The idea that we'll know another intelligence that's operating on the same level or higher than ours if they understand and communicate in math. Some form of mathematics that we can recognize. Some form of mathematics that describes something. Fuck, of course it would be the one thing that I'm absolutely shit at understanding. (laughs) They couldn't just communicate in poetry, could they? They communicate. Sounds like I've already concluded something. Hmm. I'm not sure whether or not that's a good idea. Oh well. forgot to say there's blood on the floor there's a lot of blood on the floor there's a lot of blood on floor there's a lot of blood on the chair yeah for some reason that didn't clean itself up god knows why but it didn't i cleaned myself up don't even have a scratch on me not even a scar it didn't roll forward it rolled back but not the chair not the floor It's not just blood, either. There's brain in it. Actual, honest-to-Christ brain. It's pinkish. It's kind of spongy. Not just spongy. It's spongy. It's more like jelly. And flecks of bone. Little, pale things like opaque glass. I blew a fucking hole in my head. It wasn't neat. Obviously, I didn't see it, but... Whatever it was, it wasn't neat. It wasn't like this clean little hole I like could see on TV or something. This was like something out of a fucking movie. It embraces its own gore. This was a hole. This was a pit. There might have been not a whole lot left in my face. It's weird thinking about that. Looking at the actual evidence of it and thinking about what that might actually have looked like. I can't go to my own funeral. Even if I could die, who's left to give me one? I can't see my own death. I can't float above me and see what it looked like. If I could do that, would it feel more real? Because it doesn't. Even looking at the evidence, it doesn't feel real. It dried by the time I got to it, or mostly dried. Blood's a bitch to clean up. I've never bled that much, so I didn't really understand the degree to which it's a bitch to clean up. I'm never going to get it out of the chair. Never going to get it out of the upholstery. The floor is tiles, so I got most of that up. You know, I don't really want to get rid of all of it. I think I need some of it there, as long as it'll stay there. It could disappear any time. Any of this could disappear any time. But it's one thing that I changed. Even if it was only for a couple of minutes, it's one thing that I changed. Just because it didn't take, doesn't mean I didn't change it. There's dust everywhere. There's shadows everywhere. I'm not alone. I think I'm less alone than I've ever been. It's really messed up that a mess would be the best memorial I've got right now. I do think I'm going to try again. I think I'm going to make a list of different ways I could try. And I'm going to try again. I'm going to go down the list and see what happens. All scientific, like make some notes. Not yet. Not today. (laughs) Today. Not now. Not later. Not for a while. I got some other work to do. You know, I said I didn't really know anything about math. And I don't. And I also said I didn't know a whole lot about physics, and I don't. But I do know some things. I know some things about dimensions. You know, in science fiction, when they say alternate dimension, they're usually talking about a parallel universe. You can step into that other universe, and it's like ours, but it's slightly different. You know, like Spock has a fucking goatee, and everybody's evil or something. But that's not actually what they are. They're other parts of our world that aren't perceptible to us, yes, but they're also planes of perception. If we could see into another dimension we would perceive different aspects of the universe that exist, that we live alongside, that we move through, but that we can't see for whatever reason. I know that in superstring Theory there's this idea that they're curled up so small, I think, that they're just not detectable. I'd say, though, Say you could make them detectable, and just say that by making them detectable, maybe you could actually change something. Because you know, there's also the idea that by observing something, you change it. That the very act of observing something is enough of an intrusion into how that thing works to create some kind of a change. So then there's the idea that we can never actually look at anything without us being part of it in some way. We can never observe something in its fully natural state because the second we get involved, it's not in its natural state anymore. So, what if you could make those dimensions perceptible? What would that do? Let's just say, for shits and giggles, that you could actually open up some kind of a door. Not just make something visible, but you could actually open something up and look through it. What might look back at you? And if something does look back at you, what might that do to you? I did a full pass through the house. I just, I walked through it. I've never done it like that before. Up until now, I've been darting through it. I've been creeping through it like it wasn't even mine anymore. Like I could somehow escape their notice. No, this time I just walked. I thought before I was all out of fear. I mean, I thought I didn't have any left to feel, but this time I walked through them and I really wasn't afraid. I just looked at them. I still can't see their faces. As far as I can tell, they don't even have faces. They do have heads. Their heads spin, their whole bodies spin, like time around them is not moving in the same way that it is for me. Like I sat like their films on fast forward. Used to find that scary shit. But I don't. It's just how things are now. I went into the bedroom, and a lot of them were in there. Standing against the walls, mostly, but there was kind of a circle around the bed. I'm not gonna sleep in that bed anymore. Again, it's, it's not that I'm afraid, it's just that I, I don't... I don't think I want to sleep in that bed anymore doesn't feel right. It's not just like they're watching me now. It's like they're waiting for me to do something. Clearly they're not going to tell me what. It would be nice, though. You know, even after I decided that I was on my own, I think I was still waiting for somebody to show up and give me some kind of instruction. Somebody to show up and give me some kind of clue. Some kind of plan. I'm not waiting for that now. And I'm also okay with it okay with being on my own it's not like i have a choice i've still got this gun i don't know i still feel like i might want to use it for something me yeah i mean i still think i want to try those experiments i was talking about but i i don't know i just feel like i'm not done with it yet the weight of it feels good you know it feels comforting it's not about power it's about solidity it's about the coolness of it. The way it's almost slick. It's like an anchor. When I was walking through the house, I was just carrying it with me. I was just holding it. I didn't chamber around. I wasn't thinking I was going to use it on anything. But I just... I liked having it. I'm going to keep it from now on. I'm going to keep it close. That's not that I think I will need it. It's not that I think I might. It's that I think I do need it. Right now. I think I need it all the time. I, I keep coming back to the sound. It really is the sound. It's the sound and it's the numbers and it's the way those two things go together. There's an order in it. There's an order in the sound and if I can just figure out what that order is, maybe if I figure out, maybe if I can see it, it'll open something else up. Maybe if I can observe, it'll change something else. Collapse something, bring it into being. Right now it's liminal, it's in the spaces in between. Like me, looking through my notes again. My notes and her notes, together. I'm thinking, we start things small. We don't really know what they're going to become. We have seeds, we don't know what shape they're going to take when they grow. I'm really not angry at her. I mean, I am, I'm very angry, but I'm, I'm also not, because, you know, I don't really think that she knew any more about this than I did. I don't know why I know that, but I just, I really got this feeling. She just, she knew, but she didn't know. Maybe she didn't tell me because she didn't feel like she could. Maybe she didn't tell me because they told her not to, and she was afraid of what would happen if she did. Maybe she thought that she was saving me from some kind of danger by not telling me. Maybe she really just thought that I wouldn't understand. But maybe she didn't tell me because she just didn't really have anything to tell. Like She did, but she had no words to put it into. There are so many secrets we keep that we don't even mean to. There are secrets we keep that we don't even know are secrets. We just we hold them inside ourselves. We don't even fully understand the shape that they're taking. We don't know what they're going to turn into. We don't know who they're going to hurt. And then by the time we figure that out, it's too late to do anything. There are things we can perceive, and then there are things that we can't. And we live alongside the things that we can't perceive, and they're just as real as everything we do see. These little curled-up dimensions inside us And if we can open the door to them and we can see them, that kind of changes everything, doesn't it? There's order in the sound. There's order in everything. Maybe I don't have to really understand it in order to be able to do something with it. Maybe all I have to do is just open that door, crack, and look through. All those things all around me, they see me. Maybe all I have to do is see them just a little bit better. There's those two words again. Emergence. Entropy. There's order, but things are also falling apart, and they're falling apart in cycles. They're coming to pieces. They're coming back together. Going through her notes. Going through her computer. I found everything I'd already found before, but I also found something else that I hadn't noticed, and I don't know why I missed it. But it's just two sentences. They're underlined. They're underlined and circled. Clearly they were really important. Underneath some stuff about emergence and entropy. Underneath a bunch of figures that I can't understand, math that I don't understand, same old shit. There's potential for brain disintegration. Brain, B R A N E. Potential for brain disintegration. Avoid repeated iterations. Yeah. I know. I still feel like all of this is the result of somebody's intention. Somebody is behind this. Somebody is wanting this to happen. But also, somebody didn't. If she knew that something like this could happen, if she knew that any of this could happen, if she had any idea at all, I can't imagine that this is what she intended. Repeated iterations. Every time this goes around again, everything gets just a little bit worse. Everything gets a little bit darker. Everything gets closer and closer to me. It's already in me. to in my fucking cells. It brought me back when I was gone in the most complete way possible. If it keeps going, what is that gonna do? Entropy doesn't just mean things falling apart. It means inevitable approaching disorder. It means disorder is an ongoing process. Or maybe it just means a different kind of order. An alternate ordering. The world being pushed into a new shape. Me being pushed with it. Disintegration means something falling apart. But it also means something not integrated. Interlaced, interwoven things slipping away from each other. Moving apart. Pieces no longer fitting. But the ways in which they fit are still present. Even if the puzzle pieces are scattered across the floor, you can still look at the shapes and you can still reconstruct the ways in which they fit together. The order isn't gone. I've got to find the signal. I've got to find the sound. I'm standing outside again, in the driveway. Looking around at everything. Looking at the car, but also, you know, around. It's not really dark anymore. I can't remember if I said this already. I stopped listening to these a while ago. I'm not making them for me anymore. I'm not making them for anything. But it's not really dark anymore. I mean, it is, it's pitch fucking black, but it's also not. I can see. I can see everything. I have a flashlight that still works. Flicker is pretty bad, but it is still technically throwing some kind of light around. But even through the fog, I can see something. It's like since since it happened, I'm kind of part of this in a way that I wasn't before. Like it remade me. I'm looking at the car. I think I gotta get back in it. I've spent so much time inside with the notes and the books and her laptop going over and over everything, and I think I've really gotten all I can from it. There are things I know. There's the sound. There's the order. There are the numbers. There's the language that I can't quite make sense of. But I decided before that I couldn't stay here anymore, and I think that that's still true. What am I gonna do? Just keep looking through the same shit as before over and over again. I'm running out of food. I'm running out of everything. I'm actually doing okay without the medication. I'm not. I, okay doesn't mean anything, but I'm functional. I'm here. I've cut that loose, cut everything loose. There's nothing for me anymore. I'm not gonna bother packing. There's nothing to pack. I'm just going to take the gun, and I'm going to take what I'm wearing. And I'm going to get in that car, and I'm going to drive. Because there are two places that I think I could go back to. One of them is someplace I've been. One of them is the one place I probably should have gone to from the very beginning. And I never did. God, it's even taller than I remembered. I can see it very clearly, but I still can't see the top. And there's something else I don't know if I forgot it or if it wasn't true at the time but there's a light up there on the very top blinking red like a beacon for me something else they're here just like they were when I first came here they're gathered around the base giant circle of them crowd I'm gonna get out I push my way through them. I'm gonna get to that tower. I left my house already. I left the only thing I considered home anymore. Now I'm gonna leave the ground. <laughs> oh my god! I, I used to be so afraid of heights. I'm not afraid now. landscape all black all different shades of black black has different shades did you know that <laughs> oh god oh the wind is stronger up here but it's so still nothing's touching me <laughs> yeah hey you down there look at me look what i can do Woo! is so bright. It's like a huge red star right above me. You know why heights always scared me. I'll tell you. It wasn't that I thought I was going to fall. It's that I thought I was going to jump. I wasn't just scared of dying. I was scared of the moments in between. The few seconds when you realize what's going to happen to you and you realize that there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. That's not where I am anymore. Like I said, I'm free, right? Okay, so... Here we go. I did it. I jumped. Oh, God. Oh, let me tell you. That really hurt, like just for a fraction of a second, but oh my god, that hurt. I would be very, very surprised if the phone survived impact. Doesn't matter though, seems fine now. I mean, if I can come back, totally fine, why can't the phone? That's convenient. Groundhog Day was a comedy, right? And there was that wonderful montage. You can get so blasé about suicide once you do it enough. So, here I am. I went all the way up. I came all the way back down. You know, there's really only one thing left for me to do. There's only one place left for me to go. There's where she was. There's where she went every day before she came back to me. There's what she was doing there. I don't know if I can get there. Maybe it's outside the boundaries of whatever my world is now. But if I can... I think I've got to try, because if there are any more answers that I can find, I think they gotta be there.